Imagine every sitcom and romantic comedy about college postgrad and how magical it was supposed to be. Imagine that it's the exact opposite and you have the lives of Tiffany Ho and McKenna Wan. Having a beautiful apartment that overlooks the LA skyline with a hot boyfriend and a group of girlfriends who goes out to bars every night is not the reality. At a postgrad, we quickly discovered that our expectations of this grand life we were promised was neither what we imagined or even existent. So we wanted to highlight the normalcy of the day-to-day struggles and achievements of a 20-something-year-old in an authentic and genuine way. We are sitting right in the trenches of trying to navigate what it looks like to experience vulnerability, create meaningful relationships, and ultimately live our best mature lives. Here is the Mature Podcast. Welcome back to the Mature Podcast. I'm your co-host, McKenna. And I'm Tiffany. And today we have a very special guest with us, our um, third person to our trifecta, if you will, our last wheel of our tricycle, (laughs) Um, someone that is very special to us, our other best friend, Taylor. Welcome, Hello. Taylor. Hello. Say hi to the Thank people. you. Hi. It is Hello. such, I know, my queen wave. It is such an honor to be on the show tonight. <laughs> I okay, I'm a little nervous. The, <laughs> I feel like we're on, like, the Jimmy Fallon show. Like, I know. It's a big deal. Really big deal. Really big deal. I am <laughs> honored. Seriously. Well, we great. are so happy to have her here. Um, she is in town for a little bit from North Carolina, and mm-hmm. what better way to kick off our reunion than to, a podcast? Than to have a podcast. <laughs> to to talk, a podcast. talk about something that we are all a part of, yes. and we are all going through, and I'm sure so many people are trying to figure out how to maintain their long-distance friendships, too. Oof. just like let that set in (laughs) a little bit yeah yeah um anyways so we are going to just have taylor kind of introduce herself um Mm -hmm. kind of talk about how long distance friendships are kind of involved in her own story Mm -hmm. um and then we're gonna just kind of talk about what that looks like in our day-to-day lives Mm -hmm. yeah so So i know tay so we we both know tay me and kind of both know tay because we all met at in college together Mm -hmm. and we we first met we we knew that you had moved from arizona mm-hmm. to california right yes but before that you were you had moved from south dakota mm-hmm. to arizona yes so you want to tell us a little bit about that yes absolutely so unfortunately i kind of know a lot about long distance friendships so i grew up in south dakota and all my extended family lived there all of my close friends and i had a great childhood there it was really wonderful and then one day my parents were like we're gonna move to arizona so i went from my little small school and the middle of nowhere <laughs> to the big old city in Gilbert, Arizona. Big old city. Big old I know, city. I know, I know. I know. Wait, so we'll get to there. <laughs> Wait, so how old were you when you first Okay, moved? so I moved when I was 16. So pretty pivotal time in my life. Yeah, you were yeah. like established. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's all I had ever known. And I, 16 years in one place. Right. So when we moved, I had a lot of mixed emotions. Um, I was really excited just because I knew that it would bring a lot of new opportunities and I'd be able to meet new people and all of that. But my biggest thing was I was going to leave my three best friends. Mm. And so I remember it like it was yesterday on my 16th birthday. I sat down my three friends, Brianna, Savannah, and Michaela, and I told them that we're gonna, we were going to be moving to Arizona. 
And we all sat and sobbed. Oh, so, that sounds familiar. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Oh. <laughs> I know why it's, it's like a theme in my life. Okay, <laughs> so um, yeah, so then I proceeded to move to Arizona and didn't really know what would happen to those friendships. I had hoped that we would stay in touch, um, but I also had seen other friendships in my life previously kind of already fade out, and so I was kind of guarded a little bit of expecting that, okay, maybe after some time, we won't stay in touch very well and whatever. Well, so, so then proceed on. I, so I moved to Arizona. I come in as a sophomore and that was really hard because freshman year, everyone kind of gets their group of friends and they're already established. And then I come in, I don't know anybody. I don't even know how to use a freaking locker because <laughs> I went to a really tiny school where we had oh. cubbies. I know. As a freshman in high school. Yeah, well, there was also five people in my entire high school (laughs) in South Dakota. So, big adjustments for Taylor. Hold on. You had... I know. Five... Five people. Yes. In your yeah high school. Yeah, it was like so. You didn't have a lot of options for friends, is what I <laughs> Okay, <laughs> okay. Y'all yes, couldn't spring for lockers. There's five of you. <gasps> yeah, I don't know. So okay. Anyways, so because of that background, when I moved, I was very overwhelmed. Um, but I remember my three friends like just being such a solid rock in the midst of all of it and they were so supportive so encouraging and we quickly accepted like all right like we're gonna have to step into this long distance friendship and we're gonna have to find new routines um so I remember like there were a lot of times where they would all be hanging out and they'd FaceTime me and then um over time like we just figured out different routines for that um so actually it's pretty cool I am still really close to these three friends so I guess we figured it out and it's been going it's amazing they're awesome Mm -hmm. I've actually been in every single one of their weddings well Savannah's getting married soon but anyways (laughs) and they were all in my wedding so really special thing so then wait um, wait hold up so back back then when you were moving yeah like was so you said you're you you were FaceTiming. So did you use like were you texting? Did you use social yeah. media? Like how were yeah. you like maintaining these friendships with them? Yeah. So we quickly realized that we had to be really intentional to stay in touch. So it kind of started off as like, oh, whenever we're free, we'll FaceTime. But then like as life gets busy, that's not right. something that can kind of keep up and maintain a friendship. So I think the biggest things that we've used to stay in touch was we would text a lot and we still do and then FaceTime of course and then talking on the phone so still like whenever I go on long road trips my first instinct is always to call one of them and so like anytime I'm in the car or whatever like just call them real quick Um, and over time of course like as I guess trends have changed, like that's changed too. Like, I don't even know if Snapchat was really a big, oh, it was. So like we use Snapchat then, and we've still used Snapchat over the years. And then um, now there's this new thing called Marco Polo. Which we love, we love Marco Polo. Marco Polo. Oh, <laughs> the Marco best. Polo. So that's been also like a big piece of staying in touch with them and also now other friendships. Um, so yeah, so then going back to then, like coming to a new place, then had to make new friendships, jump right in, and was really lucky. I made some really, really great friendships. And, um, but then here I find myself again in a few more years, um, faced with another big move, college. So then I left Arizona and I came to APU in California. Um, and then was, had to go through that whole process again of leaving my new best friends and learning what that looks like of like, 
letting, it's a really hard balance of like, you want to maintain your old friendships, but you also want to be fully open to stepping into new friendships. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like my freshman year of college was a lot of that for me of kind of figuring out that balance. And so, cause like, obviously you can't sit in your dorm room and talk to your high school best friend every single day. Cause that holds you back from putting yourself out there and making new friends. Right. Well, so how were you like main, like, okay. When you first started going into like high school, you mm-hmm. knew like you were going to go as a sophomore. So you knew you only had like three yeah. years in high school like did you know like those friends were kind of like well I just I'll just kind of keep up with these and these yeah. people and then like leave because you knew you were gonna yeah. go for go away for college mm-hmm. or was it kind of like oh I'll try my best and if it doesn't work out it doesn't mm-hmm. work out. like what were you kind of expecting those three years then right I think honestly I just dove full in and I think Actually, that's interesting you bring that up. I don't think I've ever fully processed that. But I think, seriously, when I moved to Arizona, I was like, I'm going to just give it my all. I'm going to fully be vulnerable with these people, and I'm going to make great friendships. And I... Yeah. Yeah. I just want to, like, like, not a lot of people go into, like, new moves like that and are just, like, so open to it where you're like... I'm 16. I'm going through yeah. hormones. Like, you know, <laughs> boys are weird, and oh, I'm. Yeah. I don't know who I. Am. I don't know, and I'm having an identity right. crisis. You mm-hmm. know, it's like for you to do that is very mm-hmm. unusual, and I yeah. feel like it's very rare. Well, and also yeah. your the school in Arizona is probably bigger. Oh, I mean, yeah. bigger than yes. five people. I know. From South Dakota. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's really overwhelming to kind of jump oh, into yeah. a bigger classroom oh, compared to what you. I used remember to. there were so many days where I'd come home and just be in tears of like, I just miss my old best friends and I miss being known and I miss like just having friends who have the full context of they've been there with me since I was two. And like, they know my grandma, they know all these random things about me. And so there were a lot of hard days. There's a lot of hard days of coming home and just sobbing in that. Um, But I think I just knew that like, okay, I'm never going to make friends unless I fully just dive right in. Um, And so then I think when I went to APU, I did the same thing. When I went to college, I didn't have the mindset of like, oh, I'm only going to be here for four years, like whatever. I went into it thinking like, okay, I'm ready to find my new lifelong friends. Um, so I think that's probably, it's pretty like, that's a a strong statement. You're confident in that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just felt like, I don't, I don't know. I think with friendships, it's one of those things you kind of have to just jump in because if you hold back, then you're not really doing the other person like justice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so then I was at um, APU for four years in Southern California, and that's where I met you guys. What? Well, well, that's where we come in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't think that in those four years I would have to really then leave friends again, but every summer you go through like, okay, I'm back in Arizona, and I'm away from my college friends, and that's hard. And then we all studied abroad. Yeah. yeah. I, well, yeah. okay, remember, so we met – we met freshman year, but we weren't close then. Yeah, no. but like me and Tiff were. Yes, we got I'm really the close. Outlier. Yeah. No, 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 kind of. Yeah, I mean, 
You just took a longer time, time to, to reach us. Yeah, yeah you were just could. a little late to the party. Yeah, so well, okay, like also, when I remember freshman year, you were still hanging out with some of your friends from Arizona that had come to mm-hmm. college with you. Right. So yeah. you kind of had built-in friends going into yeah. college. Yeah. And she had also created mm-hmm. a different, like, Circle. group of friends, yeah. which, yeah. like, were, you were really close to. So it wasn't yeah. necessarily, like, Taylor's just chilling, chilling okay. waiting no. to be friends with us. <laughs> no, I graced <laughs> you guys with yeah, there, it on, right? there it is yeah she comes <laughs> off all like I'm so sad to come so Shut sweet up. like <laughs> but um Whatever. yeah so basically we me and Tiff were kind of friends we were roommates mm-hmm. and then um I actually studied abroad before they did I studied abroad um sophomore year. yeah sophomore year spring of 2017 so yeah. second semester mm-hmm. um which was like weird (laughs) (laughs) it was just odd because that was like the time when like all like a lot of people would you know study abroad was Mm -hmm. 27 was sophomore year yeah sophomore year um so like I went through like a whole range of emotions Mm -hmm. yeah but um we all didn't become friends until I came back yeah Yeah. so we all like room together for one semester yeah literally that's also weird i feel like i've been living with you guys for years i would agree i think Um, it was such a like weird kind of like coming together story for all of us because we were all kind of doing our own thing like um so i i met tay after mckenna had really left like we all met freshman year but then i didn't really get close to tay until Mm -hmm. after mckenna had left we had class together and then pretty much mckenna was my room and she was my person and then once my person left like i gotta find new people to hang out with so (laughs) no literally we spent we spent so (laughs) much time time together. together We, we like we knew what we liked to do together. We know how to spend our time together. And it wasn't until um, McKenna left and she was studying abroad that I was mm-hmm. kind of forced to open myself up again to make new friends yeah. in order to find community at school too. Yeah. 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 So how did you two do in being apart? Because I you didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> like well, because like you guys said said, you'd spent so much time together, you had your routine, your entire friendship had been in person. And yeah. then all of a sudden you're different on different continents, different time zones. Yeah, yeah I think it was actually Well, first of all, wait, hold on before oh, yeah. you start. I bawled my eyes out. Yeah. Bawled my eyes out when she, when McKenna left. I was like, please no, don't leave me. <laughs> I was crying was so so funny because y'all don't even know. Like <laughs> Tiff did before I like knew Tiff, Tiff was just like not this feelings person. No. And like for her to cry, like one in front of me and two in front of like like hundreds, hundreds of, of people, people. Yeah. because like multiple people went with me to South Africa, like it was crazy. My grandpa met her for the first time <laughs> as she's like crying her eyes out. My grandpa just kind of leaned oh over to gosh. me and was like, she gonna be okay? And I was like, no, I don't know. She doesn't normally do this. I was like, I don't know. I've never navigated this before. And he was like, should I get her some tissues? And I was like, sure. But um, that was that was just a little yeah. small fun story. <laughs> but honestly, like, I kind of made this like weird realization that I needed like low maintenance friendships when I was studying abroad like that Mm -hmm. was just something very important to me that I didn't realize until I got there um where I was like oh I'm gonna like FaceTime these people every day and do Mm -hmm. this and do this and then 
yeah. I got there. And I mean, we can both, I think we all can ex- like say this, like yeah. being study abroad, like you are so engulfed mm-hmm. in like that immersion and experience and you personally like want to get everything out of it. Cause there's not very many times where you're going to be in Cape town again, or you're going to be in Quito again. Like you're gonna want to just be present be present and there's this weird dynamic where you see like other people where you're like do you talk to your friends every day like do you not and so many people were like when's the last time you talked to your roommate and I was like like a month ago (laughs) and they were like what and I was just like I know that I'm so secure in our friendship and I know that Tiffany is so 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 like as much as she cried, as much as she said she didn't want me to go, is so supportive of my experience in South Africa that I had no worries coming back because ultimately in my head, I was like, when I come back, I'll actually know who my true friends are, which was like a hard thing to realize because I had like grown up with all these really close friendships and like everyone talked to each other every day and texted each other all the time and that just wasn't my life anymore and so I think that's kind of how we maintained it we're you know we're friends where we cannot see each other for a year yeah. and it would suck yeah and like we would hate it mm-hmm. but we would survive survive yeah. and we would literally pick up mm-hmm. right where we left off like yeah. nothing happened. which I feel like is a mark of a true friendship yeah where you can rest assured of like ah oh, we can't talk this week on the phone, but it's okay because yeah. we're still going to be friends. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and I feel the same way about other long-distance friendships I've had over the years of if I don't see them for months, if I don't even talk to them for months, I will still know if something happened, I could call them and they'd be there. Oh, and I think you just have to, like, take that burden off of your shoulders yeah. and step into that. Yeah, yeah I think when, like, when you were, when McKenna was in South Africa, I was like, I I felt the same way. I was so mm-hmm. secure in our friendship that I knew that one, like I, it was kind of hard because of the time difference too. It was kind of yeah. hard to find the schedules. That, that was a big part of it too. Yeah. But also I knew that like, she wasn't mad at me. If I heard that you were doing okay, like I, I knew we didn't have to worry about yeah. you. Yeah. And it wasn't like I... Yeah was needing to have you be there every part of my day too like I would send you updates and I think it was it was okay for our friendship to just you do your thing I'm rooting from you yes from America and like you're just in South Africa doing your thing so Mm -hmm. which was good practice because then the next following yeah I was gonna say I'm like flip side yeah Taylor went to Cape Town Mm -hmm. where I was previously and then um Tiff went to Ecuador yeah and so a year later a year literally a year later which was crazy because that's when we all became like ridiculously close where we did so much together Mm -hmm. and we're constantly together and just created this beautiful and like rare type of friendship where we were just like wow it's like we've always been friends Mm -hmm. and we just naturally fit together yeah like we went to each other's houses like we traveled all the way back (laughs) to Arizona one crazy weekend where we were like let's go to the Grand Canyon and then just drive to Taylor's house after yeah yeah you know um and so I don't know I mean for me it was like wow okay I'm on the flip side of it but what were you guys going through in that sense 
back in Albuquerque before we had all left, right? So like that summer coming in, you were at you went away to go um to go to camp. Oh, so yeah. you also yeah. weren't home. Yeah, I was basically so, gone for, for like, like almost, nine months. Yeah, you were gone for a long time. <laughs> like, and then in that time, like me and Tay were still after school ended, we were still talking over the summer. Mm-hmm. And so we were still kind of keeping up. So by the time we all moved in that following semester, after you had come back from South Africa, it was like and we, we just talked about this, of how, um, yeah. like, even though, like, you guys, you, like, McKenna and Taylor, <laughs> you guys weren't um, really talking before. By the time we all yeah. come together, we were moving in, it was, like, kind of this thing. We all just clicked. And we were just like, yeah. we are going to be open. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're gonna develop this friendship that mm-hmm. is just so, um, so honest and so authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we literally learned so much about each other in those things for yeah. first like four yeah. months of us living together 100%. which it's kind of crazy to think that because that semester i i feel like i especially because i didn't know mckenna very well right. i easily could have thought like oh i'm leaving in a couple months like why would i even put the effort in to get to know this girl if i'm just leaving True. but none of us had that mindset again yeah. it kind of like what i was talking about earlier of like we just jumped in of like, you know what? Like if we can make lifelong friendships out of this and we're going to just go head on and we're going to be vulnerable, like you were saying, Tiff, and we're just going to sh- do life it. together. Yeah. 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 And I think that's why we got so close so fast because we didn't even ever once think about like, oh, is this going to last? Yeah, or, no hesitation. Oh, no, and we didn't question it. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is interesting. <laughs> I think I was going to say like, Weird. 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 Like like that none of us were just like, huh. None of us Maybe I'll hate her. (laughs) Which easily could have went the the other way too. Um and so then the next following semester, that was like the true test because all three of us were on different continents for an extended amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like like you said like about studying abroad like you want to be where you are you're at and just yeah. like be present um but you're also kind of like oh like what, what about my friendships back home or like right. what about the friendships and relationships I've already made like yeah. how do I keep up with those and yeah. I think I like advocated so much like prior where yeah. I was like do you not feel the need to text me do you not feel the yeah. need to call me <laughs> I think I just literally like that's all you I totally said for did. three straight months and mm-hmm. I was like I'm like do your thing live your life yeah. don't feel the need to like I was like because I knew that other people in your lives were gonna probably put that pressure pressure on you and I was like I will never be that person and I don't want to be that person I was like if you have time and you're like hey like I want to like talk to McKenna Mm -hmm. always here Mm -hmm. and like I will wake up and I will call and whatever but ultimately Mm -hmm. I was just like I even though like me and Tiff we were like we're chilling like secure (laughs) but like because me and Tay had like a newer friendship I think we'd always kind of felt that comfortability and you're just like, yeah, like same. Yeah. So I was like, they're going to be fine. (laughs) I was just like, I felt like I was sending like my little ducklings off. I was like, go live your life. Be free. Fly. (laughs) Like fly out of the nest. Yeah. Which then now fast forward. uh, What, what has it been? A year, two years. Two years. Now we're in different States. Yeah. And we Okay, that was not planned. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's back up here okay. a minute. Well, okay. okay, so when we were studying abroad, I think it was really interesting because I would actually like it would kind of be this like really funny schedule of like right after like one week I would talk to you and then the next week I would talk to you and then it would be like a couple of weeks where I wasn't talking to anybody and it would just right right with you guys like I was like 
kind of taking turns with like FaceTime you guys, texting yeah. you guys, and like obviously we were on social media, so like we all were seeing each other's yeah. posts, and like that helped us keep up with certain things. Mm-hmm. But I think the most important part of it was like when we were all being present, there was no expectations for any of us to like really be on each other about so many things which is what kind of what you're talking about the low maintenance aspect of a friendship is like you need to let the other person live their life yeah absolutely expectations are huge yeah Mm -hmm. and i think you have to communicate that whether that's a friendship a relationship anything you have to have to communicate that especially in distance yeah i agree yeah so then Hmm. oh my gosh we survived those three or three four months that was crazy yeah um we all came back better because of it yeah we got to a reunion at a really great time too it's really oh yeah so then i got married (laughs) i was like what reunion (laughs) i was like yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. right okay so then we come back from study abroad oh my goodness and the first time we saw each other in months was then at my wedding yep yeah a year like over a year ago yeah Yeah. so that was yeah about a year ago I got married and the plan was I was gonna get married we're gonna move to California be close to my BFFs I mean we had everything all planned (laughs) out it's like our kids are gonna grow up so it will happen yeah (laughs) yeah so yo take out bamboozle true i got <laughs> seriously so i thought like oh i had this entire plan i will sail and i had this entire plan and then well things changed and uh sail was like oh okay we're moving to north carolina and i was like oh yeah <laughs> great i think we all said Oh, <laughs> yeah. So that was unexpected. Okay, but why did you move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Sale just yeah. like, come no. with me? Today. No, no, I'm no, taking no, no, no. you. No, that's not how he is at all. No, I know he's not. No, no, no. <laughs> so Sale got a job. Well, yes. Long story short, yeah. Sale got a job in North Carolina yeah. and was like, "Hey, I think we should take this opportunity." And I was like, "You're right. We this." This yeah. is the time in life. We're young. Let's go live somewhere new. Yeah. Then once I graduated this last May, I moved to North Carolina. Yeah. And right now, this is our reunion, which is yeah. incredible. So we've we been apart it. since the beginning of May. And so the last, what, three, four months? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so for the last couple months, I've been living in a new state, discovering what post-grad life is in a brand new state where we don't know anybody mm-hmm. and we're away from our friends we're away from family and once again I find myself also discovering new long long distance friendships right this time so, it's us yeah and it's a little more um it's less temporary yeah very yeah you know it's yeah. it's a little bit I mean not that like yeah. I can't ever see you or right, anything but right. it you know we're study abroad it was like oh I'm gonna have a long distance friendship Mm -hmm. for three months there was an expiration date on it where this is like very open Mm -hmm. and very up in the air and it's like yeah I don't know when Tay's like if Tay's coming back to California or even Arizona right you know I don't know if like me and Tiff are gonna be moving somewhere Mm -hmm. so not saying not saying we are (laughs) I feel like you just never know but yeah you just really never know so it's like it's a lot more Mm -hmm. open-ended absolutely which 
kind of wrecked us all i would say i vividly remember on the day that we all said goodbye like crying in the chili literally i cried harder probably saying bye to my cat like i cried harder saying bye to all three of us even though it was just tay yeah. yeah. than to like the um, when I cried when Mikhail was leaving for South Africa, and I cried so, so true. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I beat yeah, Tiff that. Tiff was at, beat out that. of control, which is saying <laughs> a lot because Tiff's not an emotional person. No, it's not, really weird. Really not. So we cried a lot, and then I left. Um, so the last few months have been a new season of our friendship as we've been going through that yeah. and um i would say i feel like we've learned a lot i think mm-hmm. it's been a lot of the same patterns that you were talking about before of like you guys have given me the space to allow me to start this new life in north yeah. carolina which i have really really appreciated i have never felt like there has been crazy expectations of like, oh my gosh, Taylor, you have to call us every day. Um, But if I do want to call you every day, you also have been there with open arms of like, yeah, like let's sit and cry on the phone together because this new season of life sucks (laughs) at times. And so I've been so thankful for that. And, um, and Marco Polo. Yeah, I feel like we need a really, like... Guys, Marco Polo, game changer. Also, not sponsored whatsoever. This is just an app we all really love and really appreciate. Yeah, if you you have long-distance friendships, long-distance relationships, um, it honestly might be better than FaceTime. In the sense yeah, of no, like, yeah, I, I we agree. do we do Marco Polo literally every day. Yeah, yeah. it's better. I think it's a, a the best way to describe it. It's like an in between of like Snapchat and like FaceTime. So yeah. basically, this app allows you to um, send like videos to a people how many people you yeah. want, and then basically they can also watch it live as well as if it, if it was previously recorded. Yeah. yeah. So and it's all saved in there in like the Marco Polo right. cloud, so you can actually rewatch Marco Polo our book Marco Polo's from like mo- weeks ago. Yeah, yeah months ago. Um, yeah. but it's I think it has significantly helped mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. keep each other updated because it's so fun when like I I like open up the app and I see like there's a notification I'm like yes, yes. there's a Marco Polo for you today <laughs> or it's even yeah. it's even more fun when I open it up and you guys are actually live recording your yeah. Marco Polo like right there and then yep. so I get to watch you guys do it live yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's been a huge blessing yeah yeah so and yeah huge component i think the (laughs) nicest part of it is it's really hard to find a time where all three of us can sit down and facetime each other as a group and so one of us isn't at work right well and with the time change and whatever but so now one of us can just send a message and then whenever you're free you can watch it i think the app is like it's Mm -hmm. just it's first off just so fun Mm -hmm. and also it just really does make it so much easier for us to talk to each other because it just feels like we're in a continuous conversation all the time and um, I will literally listen to the Marco Polo's as if it's an actual podcast. Like I will yes, put it on while I'm like washing dishes. Yes, and then, all the time. and then I can like record it without. You don't need mm-hmm. your hand. You just tap yeah. start, and mm-hmm. then it'll allow you to record it. So then, like yeah. I can do multiple things at once. And like you've totally sent Marco Polo's while cooking. So yeah. all the time, <laughs> so, I do my nighttime routine with them. Yeah, I'm like, and now I'm washing my face. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's like really, it really has yeah. has helped us to mm-hmm. keep in contact 
life without yeah. having the pressure to be like, well, why didn't you respond to yeah. me? Because yeah. some of us, well, me, I really am terrible mm-hmm. with texting. So it does, Same. it does help mm-hmm. when you have something that kind of like, make, really does make you feel like you're yeah. almost there with us. Yeah. 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 It's been really good. So I feel like we've learned a lot the last couple months. We've learned Mark Polo. We've built on communication. I feel like uh, communicating is so big of like what our expectations are and like, mm when one of us is having a really bad day we know that we will always be there for each other even if it we haven't actually talked in weeks yeah which has been such a blessing yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you guys have been a huge part of this transition that I've been going through as I've now been in a new state and trying to make new friends um, and I can really see how like having long distance friendships have affected my friendships now yeah. um, because like I really, really value good communication now yeah. and I really, really value clear expectations. Um, so like one, um, I've had, su- it's been such an answer to prayer and I've met a few really, really awesome people in North Carolina the last couple months. We're not jealous. Yeah, we're not jealous. Right. No, it's fine. It's, it's fine. We already we're really, prepared for this. We knew yeah, we're really happy done. for you. It's fine. I know. They're really <laughs> great and someday we will all hang out together. But anyways, but I have found myself, like, I've had a few conversations with these new friends of, like, okay, like, here are, like, I know. standards. Kind of, seriously. You guys have set the bar high of, like, for real, though. Like, you guys have helped me learn what I need in friendships. And so, like, I have seriously had conversations with people of, like, all right, you don't know me very well, and so I'm going to help speed up that process by <laughs> by kind of telling you my expectations and friendships. And specifically, like, I can think of a conversation where I was like, okay, well, I know in a friend, like, I need intentional questions. And, like, I need, because that's how I feel the most loved. I need to feel like I have permission to enter in the conversation because... I am a classic Enneagram 2 helper. Oh, uh, yes. we knew it was going to make know, it in it here somewhere. In. <laughs> but it's like, and I will just sit and listen because yes. I love to listen to people. And so what I need in a friend is to be able to say like, well, hey, Tay, like, how are you doing on this? And like, oh, I know you had, um, I don't know, a big work thing a couple days ago. Like, how are you feeling about that? Like, I need intentional questions. Yeah. And the reason I even knew how to voice what I needed, I think is a huge part of because I've been in long distance friendships and relationships that have taught me that it's so important to verbalize and vocalize your expectations and your needs. Yeah. So I've been thankful for that. I think I mean, long distance friendships, relationships, whatever, are so difficult. Yeah. But if you press on and really lean into that, there are so many valuable lessons that you can learn through them. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. I think what's great about like our friendships are like I think each of us are very much people who do a lot of giving and not necessarily like oh we're the only givers in a friendship like (laughs) we're not like that it's more just like it's harder for us to voice when we're struggling and when we're needing the reaching out and the giving and like we need more receiving in a friendship and what's you know I will never stop like I'm sorry but I will never stop like you know advocating for our friendship just because I do believe that it is something very valuable and very Mm -hmm. rare Mm -hmm. is like we all kind of give each other that space to like hey like today 
not that it needs to be like oh it's all about McKenna and like I have all the issues today it's just like hey today like I'm really struggling and I just need like some extra encouragement and I can't even begin to tell you how many times like each of us have texted or Marco poloed or FaceTimed and just been like today sucked Mm -hmm. and like I need like just some words of encouragement Mm -hmm. today because I don't know what today has Mm -hmm. in store and like what you were saying is like communication Mm -hmm. and that's it's not just like communicating and being like and updating and saying like hey like this is what I did today and like Mm -hmm. oh like tomorrow I'm doing this it's so much more with like your feelings and what you're going through Mm -hmm. um emotionally and spiritually so yeah I think a really big part of like what you guys are both kind of touching on is the fact that you both know what you want in a friendship yeah Yeah. and I think that's like so important moving forward because how can you it's just it just kind of goes back to um how do you how do you teach others to love you if you don't know how to love yourself right Right. so like it's so important like especially in a long distance friendship where location like it's not an option it's not a factor into your friendship what else is going to help keep that relationship that friendship alive um and i think the most important thing is you need to learn for yourself what works for you and then being able to communicate that and vocalize that to the person that you're Mm -hmm. trying to build that relationship with absolutely and i think that that takes time like it, it like even um, with Taylor, what you talked about of how um, you, you moving from South Dakota to Arizona to California, like it was through yeah. those friendships in between that yeah. really helped you get to where you are today, where you can right. finally say, right. I need those intentional questions. Yeah. I need I need someone to uh, remember those things about me so they can yeah. ask me how I'm feeling about that right. and be there for me and advocate for me in, right. those, in those spaces. Absolutely. Um, and so I think that's really important for mm-hmm. anyone who's kind of, experiencing that and they're trying to figure out okay how do I make this friendship relationship better I think one it's you need to really accept the fact that you need to learn what you need for yourself yeah and then being brave enough to vocalize that and really say it for yourself and be like hey this is what I need and it's not selfish and and it's it's what you it's what you need and that is totally okay yeah yeah absolutely so Wow, just kind of like wrapping things up a little bit. What is one tip? I think all of us, like, I mean, because we've all kind of gone through like a long distance friendship Mm -hmm. in some aspect. Mm -hmm. What would you say is like one tip that you would just, you know, knock it out of the park for a long distance friendship? That's just like vital, that is like non negotiable, something that's just like has to happen. I don't want to go first. <laughs> go okay, tip. McKenna? Um, oh, me? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got this. <laughs> well, a girl, you got I this. I mean, <laughs> I think I go on for some tips. Oh, boy. Okay, um, let's go. <laughs> you're like, wrap it up now. <laughs> um, I think I'll just, you know, go to my go-to and my thing that I've been saying probably since day one is just low-maintenance friendships. And yeah. mm-hmm. um, I think the reason that I'm so passionate about it is because it happened to me and like it was something that made me realize where I was valued in other people's lives and not to like shame them in that um conversation either because you know everyone else is living their lives and just because I left doesn't mean that they can't live their lives it just is the matter of friendships and maintaining them um but I think even if someone's 10,000 miles away or even just 10 minutes down the road I still need a low maintenance friendship um and I just 
that's just something so important to me, mm-hmm. and it's the expectation because expectations because honestly, part. like I already hold myself up to so many high expectations that yeah. having other people do that to me, I know I'm gonna fail, mm-hmm. and I don't like no one wants to fail yeah, <laughs> but like I also don't want to fail in a friendship mm-hmm. that is such a like big insecurity in my mm-hmm. life and so finding people and knowing I don't want to like cry <laughs> I'm like I like this is like so weird I'm like I don't know why I'm emotional yeah. but um it's so much it's so mm-hmm. important and vital to find people that love you and care for you and like meet you where you're yeah. at because that's that's what a friendship is, Absolutely. you know, and that's the unconditional type of love and caring mm-hmm. and non expectations yeah. that like a long distance friendship needs to survive, but also have the room to grow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna piggyback off of that. Um, so tomorrow as I leave. <laughs> oh no 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 no! We're not talking about that. No, but, but for yeah. real. And as I go back to North Carolina and you guys continue your lives here. I think the biggest thing that I will need in this long distance friendship is I will need continual support of Mm -hmm. you guys fully embracing that I am in a new stage of life Mm -hmm. and cheering me on in that way. And you guys have already done that and I so appreciate that. And that's what our entire friendships have been. But I think it's just so important that there comes a time where you have to accept that your friend is in a different stage of life. Your friend is in a different place and whatever. And you can't, I guess it goes with expectations. You can't like hold on to the expectations that like they're not going to change. Nothing in this friendship is going to change. Yeah. And so I think like personally for me, what I will need in the next couple months is like continual support of like, yeah, go Tay, like, you made a new friend today, <laughs> and, like, the amount of times you know, were, like, yes, yes <laughs> and you guys have done that, you've been so amazing at that, so I think that would just be my biggest advice to anybody, is, like, keep on cheering your friends on, especially if you have friends who are starting new jobs, or who are living in new places, or who are moving back home, or whatever that may look like, there's going to be a lot of unknowns, and they're going to be scared, and they're going to need someone who's going to just cheer them on, and give them the encouragement that they need, especially in the days where they come home, and they start crying, and they're like, I just want things to go back to the way they were, and so, uh, frick, no, I'm gonna cry, (laughs) and there's been, I've had a lot of those days, but I've also had the days where I've been like, no, like, I know God is doing so many amazing things in this new season of my life, and I'm thankful for that, and I'm thankful that I have friends who are also supporting me in that, so thank you guys for being that. All right, I guess I'm gonna carry us home. My um, last, I think my biggest last tip is um, don't be afraid to receive the love in the long distance friendship. Oh, okay, wow, that's a lot. Just like keep going, guys. It is so important because I just it's it's one thing for you to constantly give in a long long distance friendship and like you are like have a desire to maintain it and you're gonna give so much but in order for a friendship to really thrive you have to take what they're going to give to you too and like I and that means like don't be afraid to ask like don't be afraid to communicate don't be afraid to say like hey this is what I need from you like I know you're far away I know you're busy but 
to, don't be afraid to to say yeah. it and like and then receive it because I know yeah. it's oh. the biggest thing to not only oh give God. love but to receive it as well. So don't look at me. <laughs> um, so do you um, know? I feel like the I just have to say this. I feel like such a like proud mom right now. Like, <laughs> like to see yeah, Tiff like. Like preach about like receiving love is mm. so amazing to me, and also is very relatable and I feel <laughs> slightly attacked. Uh, I think everyone is struggling with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well. Anyways, I'm gonna wrap this up. Yeah. I hope you guys are all having mm. a great time, and that um, you guys are all trying to figure out whether it's long distance friendship relationships with your mm-hmm. mom, your dad, your dog, your parent, your friends, whoever. <laughs> like honestly, long like this is dog. That is like a real thing. It's a real thing. It's a hard. Um, it's a hard time. But really, like, I really think that you guys can take all of this to apply to any um, relationship you guys are trying to maintain. And I really hope you guys love it. And so if you guys do, make sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you can always get updates when we create new ones. And follow us on Instagram. We'd yes. love to hear mm-hmm. from you guys. Um, and maybe Tay will come on to another podcast. So, yeah, you know, not. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, okay. this is the end this of the bump, this so to, yeah. is a witness. Here's a funeral. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> okay um we, thanks for your support we love you guys and we'll see you next time bye, bye. <laughs>